Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, people. This is Tracy Harrell, and I am remote today. I am not in the studio with Mike. I am in Florida with Dr. Jerry Bird Park in person. Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> hello. Great to be with Tracy again. Oh, my God. I am so excited today. So we're recording this in another method. Um, as Mike can tell you, we've, we've turned a radio station into a TV studio, trying to anyway. So we're recording this separately, so you're not going to see the live video today. But we are recording it. We will post this online as well uh, in sync with the in sync with the um, audio that you're listening to. So what's super exciting about today is, first of all, you guys know Dr. Jerry Burchard. I'll have you introduce yourself real quick. Okay. Hi, I'm Jerry, Dr. Jerry Burchard. I'm a psychotherapist here in Orlando, Florida. I've been in the business of psychotherapy for more than two decades. Mm. You've got all the praise. And, and you're amazing. You, you come on and you talk about the importance of mental health. And so today we're going to talk about a combination of Physical health, importance of physical health, physical screening. This is October. Yes. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And you guys had this amazing event yesterday. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. It is the Sister Network Incorporated, and it was started in Houston, Texas. The, um, The premise behind it, I am a member, but the premise behind it is for cancer survivors to share their stories and to be encouraging to all of the others and to let them know that, the, number one, they are not alone. Mm-hmm. The other point is to um, particularly, we, initially it was particularly to target the Af- African-American uh, community because statistics uh, indicate that African-Americans are more likely or less likely to get breast cancer, but we die faster. And one of the reasons is because of, of a lack of information and a lack of awareness lack of awareness. So it has been the effort of the Sisters Network in Inc. to go about in in all of the communities. And I think nearly in every state in the United States, there is a a Sisters Network organization. If not, that's the effort to try to get them all over and to spread the word. But it is not exclusive to cancer survivors. Um, Anyone who chooses to join can join and can, can can support by raising the level of awareness. Our need, our desire is to recognize that um, the, one of the most effective ways in terms of uh, preventing or minimizing um, death as it relates to um, cancer, breast cancer, is mammograms. So we are encouraging all of the females that um, is, that's old enough, that's over, um, 50 for sure, but depending on family history and those mm-hmm. kinds of things, if you if there has been an ex- experience in your family um, and 35 and up, 
please talk with your primary care physicians or your gynecologists and find out if you are a candidate for your mammogram. And if you are, you are so encouraged, please, to get your mammogram. Now, now today is not going to be just about mammograms, for sure. It's not going to just be about breast cancer awareness, but that's such an important topic to talk about. So I wanted to go beyond. Like, you guys were amazing. You, you had men there talking about, yes. you know, the impact, male breast cancer. Yes. So yes. Thaddeus, I yes. have videos with him. Uh, like I said, we'll show those on another day when we're able to really, really um, talk more about with him specifically, but Daddyus was a black male who talked about a friend of his from college, yeah. a black male friend that was 19 in college that was taken away in an ambulance mm-hmm. to their office. Everyone stopped, got to the hospital, and he had died of breast cancer. And he said when, 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 when he, they asked what happened, and they said he died, and they said he died of breast cancer, he said there was a level of disbelief right. in that community in 1984. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the knowledge of breast, breast cancer regarding males was limited. And even in the efforts to try to give the information, those that are reporting, those that were reporting the information had limited information. So it was very difficult for uh, young black men then uh, to believe that they could die as a result of breast cancer. So he thought for years yeah. that it was yeah. for some other reason, some other right. kind of thing. It was basically a conspiracy theory, yeah. what he said. He was a black man in HBCU. <laughs> he was yeah. like, they were all like, look, this is some shenanigans, basically. Can't be. And he, he says the story with such humor, but in such a way that he said it was Richard Roundtree. And he had this whole PowerPoint presentation that he did, and he showcased you know, pictures yeah. of of different people, famous black men who have been diagnosed with breast cancer. Breast cancer. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, he mentioned Beyonce's father, which is the most, one of the most recent. Mm-hmm. We talked yeah. about Richard the Jennifer, uh, um, Montel, yeah, Montel Williams. Williams. Yeah. Um, and uh, was it Aaron, Richard Brownstein? What was the oldest yeah, Richard one? Richard I think that was the one where he said, yeah. oh, what's, what's football star? Oh, I'm horrible with names. But tons of individuals, yeah. black and white. I guess uh, when the price the is right. Rod Roddy, yeah, yeah the, lead, the, the lead drummer leader. from from Kiss. Um, he had like all these names of individuals who males who had been not died from breast cancer but were diagnosed with breast cancer. I didn't check his statistics, mm-hmm. but he talked about one in a thousand. Uh, yeah, one men? in a thousand, two point five. These um, men die. I think he said a year. From breast cancer, as a result of breast cancer, but oh, he said one in a one thousand are diagnosed with breast cancer. With that breast seems cancer. like wow, wow. Yeah. Even if it's a one percent, that's a, that's one in a thousand. Kind of, I don't know. It was just very um, eye opening. And yeah. then we had a, a number of conversations around. Uh, your team was amazing, but they said, you know, black people we don't like to talk about mm-hmm. cancer no. or if we struggle with talking about major health-related concerns, uh, whether it's cancer, diabetes, um, high blood pressure, uh, heart diseases, or whatever. And, and again, that makes the point that the, the, the need is to raise the level of awareness. The effort is to break the silence, because mm. silence is a killer in more ways than one, mm. kind of what we're talking about. So it isn't just about... Um, even though it's about breast cancer because this is October, but it's about any kind of health issue. Uh, Talk to your, we, one of the, the um, 
Dr. Marie was the presenter, yes. and she was just absolutely fantastic. She's the director of the multicultural uh, organization here in Orlando, and she's involved in a number of uh, community initiatives. And one of the things that she said, and, and it, it, you can almost say it's commonsensical, but our desire to act on it is important. She says, we know our bodies better than any physician that we will go and talk with, if it is that we would talk. We need to listen to our bodies and we need mm-hmm. to tell the physicians what's going on with our bodies. Right. Because that's their job to tell us what our bodies have told us and what it is that we need to go what we need to go and do about it. Exactly. And I thought first of all, you just said so much. Okay. <laughs> I gotta find yes. Yeah. No, not so much in two <laughs> talked about, you know, how important it is for people to share their stories. So we're also going to open up, as a part of the work we're doing, we're opening up this platform, this whole Bigger Than Me platform, to allow people to share their stories. I am not an expert in any of these areas, medical or mental health, but we're we're creating a full platform as a part of this site and as a part of the work we're doing where we're going to give people a platform to break the silence. Mm -hmm to really share their stories. Um, you're not in it alone. No, we are not in it alone, and that's important for us to understand. Even if you're a single individual and you live alone, you still aren't in it alone. You have a voice. Use your voice. Mm-hmm. You, that, that's the one tool that each of us can exercise if we choose to. That's mm-hmm. where conscious choice comes in. Mm-hmm. And our conditioning, and this is the mental health piece, part of the mental health piece, is that if we've not been conditioned number one, believe that we have a voice, mm. though we can talk. Mm-hmm. But if we have not exercised, if we've not, mm-hmm. if we don't believe that we've been given permission to exercise our voices, then that's one of the other reasons that we are silent. And as a result of that silence, we won't say anything until it's too late. Mm. And unfortunately, you know, the, the illness is what it is. So, um, uh, yes. yes. Yes, and So, I heard you say silence is the killer. Um, Dr. Marie said yesterday, in combination with what you just shared, we know our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I mean, my father died of colon cancer as well, stage four. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why women, black women die more often than white women is the silence concept. Information, number one. When something changes, we may not have the same access to health care mm-hmm. as, you know, other women. And so access and information are those two reasons, so we do know that. But when something changes yeah. about your body, when it, that was the key message yeah. that I got yeah. yesterday, was when something changes, when anything mm-hmm. changes, don't assume, don't self-diagnose, right? Because when my dad died of, from four years of colon cancer, I mean, stage four of colon cancer, I was like, Dad... Uh, and I and I discovered my father, um, built my relationship with my father very very late in life. So we had there was nothing that we couldn't talk about, right? We were we were in a makeup phase of information. So I was like, are you trying to tell me you have stage four colon cancer and you had no symptoms? Mm. 
really? Because I'm mad now. Because you, you know, come on now. And he said, well, I'm not going to say I didn't have any symptoms. But, it's always a but. Yeah. But you're too busy. But I don't self-diagnose and think of something else. But I don't really want to go to the doctor because I don't want them to, you know, stick something somewhere. <laughs> the things should be going out and not in. That's literally what he said to me, and I laughed. <laughs> I was like, really? So we're here now? Really? So we all know. Right. I mean, I'm just giving you my whole story and I'm laughing about it because my dad was amazing. And, you know, it's the story that, um, you know, many of us have about yeah. loved ones. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, and if I may, you make please. a point that sometimes when we do look back at a circumstance and, and in order for us to be able to embrace the grief of it all, we do look for those moments, Tracy, um, where in spite of the hurt, we can find humor in that in order to help us to hold on to that loved one, but mm-hmm. also to try to deal effectively with the loss that we've experienced. Because, you know, it it is, again, I'm not trying to say it is what it is, but it is in, the, in that what I'm saying is that when we think, why didn't you do something? Why didn't I do something? Why mm-hmm. could I have? And if only. See, when we grieve, we're going to go through those things. Mm-hmm. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, and if only, then. And, man, I miss them. And then sometimes we're even angry. And we're sometimes we're angry with ourselves when we recognize, and to the point that you just made, made when we recognize it, wow, I remember four months ago, mm. a year ago, I had those symptoms. Four years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I, I went to the aspirin and went to bed. See. So, you know what? I, I, just, I just decided that, oh, I'm going to go and get me some vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm gonna oh, I'm, oh, 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 the apple cider. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. Now we okay. Yeah. Vinegar, and I got it going on. You know, and I, 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 my dad actually everything. mentioned yeah. apple cider vinegar, and by the end, he—I mean, he had all kind of herbs and stuff like that. But they had—I mean, it was basically had taken over his body yeah. at that yeah. point. So it wasn't just about colon cancer; it had spread uh, significantly. And I'm laughing because it—I mean, it's like you said, it's my way of dealing. Yeah, yeah. right, right. With it. But uh, it's also funny, right? I mean, you can, I can find humor. I, that's just the way I, I think. I think I just kind of find humor in um, uh, it's part of this awareness, right? Because yeah. we can't laugh at, our, laugh at ourselves because life is pretty fun if you think about it, right? I mean, we're here for a reason. So yeah. this show is all about, you know, me being purposeful, you know, me working to, um, you know, do what I know I was put on this earth to do, and connecting with beautiful people like, you know, Dr. Jerry Burchard. I don't know why I have to say your whole name. But I love it. My daddy would be so proud. Yeah, yeah. I know. It makes me proud. I'm just proud to know you. I remember when we, we met, you were talking about steel sharpening steel. Yes. Mm, absolutely. Mm, yeah. I love this woman. So we have to put ourselves, you know, in positions where, you know, we don't have to regret, you know, a thing. So right now the, the, the call to action is for you to get checked out. If you haven't been checked out in the last year, Mm-hmm. A full body wellness exam of what do you call them? Yeah. Just a, a wellness exam, right? So for men and women, wellness sometimes you get wellness exam, right? Go to your doctor mm-hmm. and just get a checkup because if they find something now, the we know the treatment, yeah, the resolution, and all those things are going to be so much milder, and they can save your life. Yeah. You can get back to regular living as opposed to waiting mm-hmm. another four years or five years or ten years, and then. There's no solution. And let me just say this. I know, I know, we are still living in America and healthcare isn't free. And it may be difficult for us, some, for some of us to, 
to go and get <clears throat> there are so many community programs. Come on, guys. There are so many community community programs out there that will offer at certain times, certain months, discounted uh, uh, costs for various things. If it is that important, even even as it relates to medications, now there are so many um, pharmacists that will give some medications without cost, little or no cost. Come on. So if you feel something, say something. If you are uncertain about something, say something. You know the adage, if you see something, say Say. something. Well, if you see something going on in your system and your body, the people are telling you, well, your voice is changing. Did you see, did you know that you're limping? Or what's the matter? If somebody else is seeing something that you've just taken for granted or you're oblivious Mm. to, then follow up. It's it's your life. Make it. God's word said, Christ came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Mm. Can we exercise that belief and do something? Can we do that? Can we make it? A, can we call it something? We 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 are on this journey, and 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 nobody is alone. We aren't islands. We we aren't islands. We're mm-hmm. not alone. So we are saying this. We're pulling it together, and we're pleading that you put forth an effort to recognize the unique beauty that God gave you. That's what the scripture tells us mm-hmm. in Psalms one thirty nine. Have to be my favorite. We are wonderfully and fearfully made. I love you. each of you. Each each of us act like it. Mm. Come on now. You know, I'm passionate about this. <laughs> I need you to understand. We have the right. Our voice was given for a purpose. God created us with free will. Let us exercise that mm. in his honor. For his it. purpose. That's why he put us here in the first place. Exactly. Time. So, Mike, just FYI, if someone calls in, feel free to put them through and just let me know. Uh, we did expect potentially yes. uh, at least one or two people potentially. So just, just jump in and let me know there are. Um, so what I love about you, Dr. Jerry Burchard, can you tell, you, you have a, you have a regular doctor, but you quote the Bible like you were so great. <laughs> I, I think that's what I love most about you. You love the Lord. So, so let's talk a little bit about this blend of, again, it's, it's breast cancer awareness. Month. Yes, it is. It is. Um. Health Awareness Day on this show, right? Health and Wellness Awareness Day. Take action for yourself. Um, what I love about you, you and I had this conversation um, yesterday. We were on our way to the to the event. I was like, I don't know what my life would be like if I didn't believe in a higher power, if I didn't have a relationship with um, Jesus or God or whatever, you know, whatever supreme being people, you know, want to, to describe mine as with Jesus. It's so clear. But, you know, I got God the Holy Spirit, I got a trio of individuals. We all do. We all do. But it makes a difference how you handle crisis. Yes. Right? yes. It makes a difference how you handle life. It makes a difference how you, the choices you make. Absolutely. Right? And, and so this isn't, this show isn't intentionally about the spirit mm-hmm. necessarily, right? It's called Bigger Than Me. And if you listen to the song by Leandra Johnson, uh, that's my theme song. It's Definitely a spiritual song. So I would recommend everyone listen to Leandra Johnson's song. Go to YouTube, and she has the, the song and the, and the words. Yes. Like right now, it's so cute. It's just so adorable. But listen to the song, because it talks about there being, you know, someone bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Right? We all have someone that's bigger than us that can help us through those trials mm-hmm. and those tribulations. And so one of the things we just said is get checked out. Mm-hmm. Right? Physical health, if anything changes, get checked out. Mm-hmm. What we didn't talk about, which you and I had spoken about previously, I know you just said that you you guys had a message today yeah. at, at your church at your yeah. about it, but you and I were saying like when, 
you get the news that oh my god there's a uh you know spot on your mammogram it's something we need to look into deeper mm-hmm. or there's you know some other news you know that you you've heard about physical um ailment it's scary yeah yeah it is you, you get it you know but yeah you know what uh trace yeah it's really if we, if we in, in terms of really confusing you said something yesterday it's not a but it's an and you know if you think about it the conjunction but closes the sentence Mm. It's just a little psychological piece that I'm going to drop on. Say with us, okay? okay. He's about to drop If you say and, it opens. Mm. It's like there's something else coming. And more often than not, it's, it's encouraging. More often than not, it's going to be inspirational. More often than not, it's going to give you an opportunity to shift your paradigm. Okay? Mm. So when we have negative experiences, or if even if when we have crises, or sometimes even when we have great experiences, sometimes we think that that's as good as it gets, right? Uh, and then we say, but that's it, you know? But if, what if we were to say, and the rest of the story is to come, right? Uh, because we don't have all of the information. See, it takes time for us to process whatever right. major mm-hmm. piece of information that we have. Yeah. So to your point, um, and to the minister's point this morning, he said, are we prepared receive. And if we are, there's two things that he said, can you do it with gratitude and praise? Here's the thing now. He says, can you give the praise even before you get the victory? Regardless of what it is, okay? Can you give him the praise before you get the victory? That's the faith fact. That's the whole point of faith. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world. I'm using the air quotes for anybody who's going to watch this video. (laughs) Regardless of what you see, regardless of what the the, the diagnosis may be, the circumstances may be, the the perception, perception or whatever, whatever the masses are saying or whatever, did you check with the one who's bigger than us? Seriously, can we can we recognize the power, the power that's, that's there? And then you talk about quoting scriptures. My very, I said that Psalms 139 is my favorite chapter, but my very favorite scripture is Hebrews 11 and 6. For without faith, to your point, oh. it is impossible to please him. Oh. And if we come to him, we must believe that he is and that he, God, God, now, that's not place, is the reward of those who, who diligently seek him. So we can't, he gives us an opportunity every day we breathe. You know, sometimes people go through so many difficulties, Tracy, and we say, well, where is God? I'm just so upset. Who who gave you the ability to talk? Who gave you the ability to breathe? Do you think that God is too far from you that he can't hear? It's already spoken. He can't die. Oh. His word is not going to return to him void. So to your point, it is, it is. We, we are, I've, I've heard so many of my uh, professors and all of those say that it is three-dimensional. You know, we're it's physical, uh-huh. it's mental, uh-huh. and it's spiritual. Uh-huh. And I believe it. And nowadays, when I hear financial people speaking, they say it's financial. Okay, but at any rate, we do know that the reality is is that we are not just a one-dimension being. Uh-huh. That's the whole point. 100%. And what happens when our physical, the physical part of our body is compromised? We feel so overwhelmed. It affects our mental status. Uh-huh. And it's an opportunity yeah. to grow spiritually, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. To me, if you think about it, you know, you have the 
you know, any anything that's a three-way, you know, paradigm, a three-way um, uh, principle, right, where there's three key elements to your yeah, point, the yeah, mental, yeah. the physical, and the spiritual. You know, one end, if you think about our Chastelese triangle, right, one end cannot move without something happening to the other. Right? Those angles increase, that one gets smaller, this one gets bigger. So they're all connected. Yes. If we don't disconnect. Mm-hmm. What happens, Tracy, though? If you stay connected, if you have any type of belief in a higher power, which I do, and you have to also believe that that He wants the best for you. I mean, it's kind of like you got to have kind of this baseline, you know, positive psychology. So I say that the purpose of this show, the purpose of this whole work that I'm doing is we use technology, community, and positive psychology to help good people do great things. Oh, you know, I got a trio. It wasn't by accident. Everything I do is 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 very much intentional. So again, we use technology. Yes. Community mm-hmm. and positive psychology to help good go. people do great things. Absolutely. We tell stories. Yes. We share wisdom. Absolutely. And we elevate expectations. Hear it out. There it is. Hello. Absolutely. We build on the power of purpose, destiny, and legacy. You see the power of three. Absolutely. Oh. Oh, my goodness. When I say God has made it very clear what I was supposed to do in life, this is it. Right? And I have to admit that um, when you have, like you said, when those physical and mental, when things happen, um, <laughs> I've talked about so many books, right? Mm-hmm. And you can quote the Bible in a way that I just, it just soothes my soul. And I love you. So thank you for, for throwing that out there. Um, continue to do so. Continue to do so. <laughs> and I've read like literally a thousand books, literally. I have 100 books where as a part of my, my books that are coming out, um, book number one, I think I told you when I finished yes. book number one from the radio show, it's not going to be released first. I've been in prayer about so the first book that's going to be released is called It's All Bigger Than Me. And it's going to talk about the, the other books that, and the work that we're doing and inviting people to do this, this is to say, versus silence, to share their story, to be part of this broader initiative. So it's called It's All Bigger Than Me. And part of that is we're still building on some foundational things. So the key elements we've written from the other two books uh, will be a part of book number one that's coming out first, It's All Bigger Than Me. Because there are principles that people need to understand before they start to practice. I know we're kind of saying some things that might be like a, you know, master's level course in space. Because if you don't even know that there is someone, mm. you know, right? If you don't have a relationship, that's being one with, with the higher power. If you don't believe that there is goodness in the youth, even if you don't believe in God or spirit, Deepak Chopra talks about the, the infinite, you know, possibilities of the universe. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're anyway scientific, you can think about the the forces of of nature, right? The the the, the forces of nature that are very clear. Gravity mm-hmm. is one. Talk about the law of attraction, right? Mm-hmm. Those things where books about um, uh, secrets, for example, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. These these are things that I started talking about doing book number one and book number two, and now all the things we're talking about assumes some some level of awareness on that. But I know when I bring up the third book. It's going to have to include some little sprinkles yes. of those lessons. So let's talk real quick about this law of attraction, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the and this these concepts of the 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 law of attraction basically says you get back what you put out, mm-hmm. right? So if you're negative, right? If you believe I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. You know, if you believe, even if you are broke, you have to to your point. What you just said about this spiritual message yes. was. Can you celebrate that you have the power? You have a relationship with yeah. someone who can change all of that. So you basically need to have start with this attitude of gratitude. There's research that talks about, you know, this 
attitude of gratitude, which means be grateful for what you do have. Don't focus on the, what you don't have. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you do have. Yes, and that's how it grows. That's how it grows. You're, you are appreciating um, those, that, that, that just you got, regardless of how small it the might be. The fact that you can walk. Whatever. Yes. The fact that you have sight. Yes. The fact that you, you know, whatever whatever those things are. Yeah, yes. Acknowledging, matter of fact, making a list of 10 things you're, you're grateful for. Absolutely. 50 things you're grateful for. 100 things you're grateful for. By definition, it is, it is um, impossible for the human brain to be great, grateful and depressed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do it. Research says if you're gracious, that's why there's these books about just gratitude yes. and gratitude right. journals and writing it down. That's your exercise. If you're, if you're in any way depressed about something, right? Even, even mm-hmm. um, people who've been diagnosed with various diseases, yes, various diseases. you're supposed yes. to do the work. Yes. But people who are more positive heal faster. Yes. Absolutely. Have a higher chance of survival, have a higher survival rate. Like, all this is proven, so we're not making it up. And I'm going to say this, Trace, because you're always going to say this. I mean, you know, you tell me about what I said about the scripture. But I'm I'm really serious. I I hear what you're saying, and I I give God all the praise to the wisdom that he has given every human being to have the gifts like gifts that you have. This woman has a brilliant mind, and I'm not just blowing smoke, and we aren't in that one. It's bigger than me, baby. But she really, really does. But, you know, in Philippians, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse, God had always take care of that, y'all. Because he said, the things that are joyful and pleasant and a good report, think on these things. Mm. He didn't say that we were going to always feel like being joyful or that everything is going to always be picture perfect. He says, but if there be anything that that you're going to think on, think on these things. Wow. Okay, because they're in lies exactly what you're saying. We talk about the law of attraction, then you think about the things that are good. You think about the things that are lovely. You mm. think about the things that are beautiful. I am a big deal. Uh, I mean, I make a big deal about um, um, the uh, vision board. Vision mm. Okay. Yes, and I think yes. that sometimes uh, graphic art or vis- visible, vis- visual aids mm-hmm. really make a big difference in our lives. So if you want, if there's something that you're thinking about, the power of intention mm-hmm. is really, really, um, if it's real, what are you intending? If you keep saying, to your point, I can't have this, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, uh, Susie has it, but I can't have mm-hmm. it because I didn't grow up like Susie, or I, I don't look like Susie, or, or I didn't go to the same school as Susie, or I don't have the same kind of husband as Susie. Mm-hmm. It's not about Susie. It's mm-hmm. about you. What do you have? What do you appreciate? Can you do, is your, are your hands like this? Are they closed or are they like this? Are they open? Mm. And if you walk around with a closed hand and constantly asking for something, you have no way of receiving it. That's oxymoronic to say I want to get something, but my hand is closed. You, you, okay? So the whole point here is how are you thinking? Are you open-minded enough to believe that you are loving? And love. Love above. Yes. You are worthy. Mm-hmm. You are deserving of all good. That's one thing that came from Louise Hay's book. I'm not, I didn't make that up. That was her story. And it's a true story. It really, really is. So, please, let's talk about it. Listen, one of the things, the reason my book is actually so amazing, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Am I supposed to say that? It is. God gave it to me. It's really amazing. I'm sorry, but it's wonderful. We're changing lives, and I thank God for 
for the inspiration. But like when I say I've read all these books, I mean, he's been pouring stuff into me since I was a child. Mm -hmm. I never read for entertainment. I okay. always read some kind of learning for, for some, you know, learning purpose. Yeah. Uh, but when you talk about Louise Hay, let's talk yeah. about her. Because yeah. one of my favorite guys that I love, Deepak, I have a huge crush on you. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Many of them, Deepak, God, he's my godfather. But also Wayne Dyer. Like this, this yeah, basic yeah. principles around success and happiness. Mm -hmm. Right? So let's talk about Louise and I'll talk about Wayne. Let's talk about okay. two favorite things that kind of accrue to this concept of health, wellness, not just physical health, mental health. Being happy every day does not mean you're never sick. It does not mean you're not diagnosed with an issue. It does not mean you don't lose your job. It does not mean you don't lose your relationship. It doesn't mean any of that. It means despite all of it. In spite of all of it. In spite of all of it. Can you still give the victory to the one who, can you still give the praise, rather, to the one who's going to give you the victory? Can you believe that, exactly, can you believe that despite what's happening in your life right now, that you're meant for something better? Absolutely. Can you believe that despite whatever trauma you've experienced, that you are meant to be happy? Absolutely. Do you believe that you have control over that? I think that's huge. That's what this show is about. Yeah. We are not just talking to ourselves for ourselves. We're talking to we, we You don't have to have control over that. It's a gift. Yes. Do you know how you have control over it? Because God created you with free will. If you choose mm. to shift your paradigm, therein lies the control. If you continue to think about this one thing over and over and over again, you can't go any further. That's like the law of the lid. You put the lid on it, it's not going to get any better than this, so I may as well ruminate and, and commiserate about it. It's, come on. Choosing your right. thoughts. Choosing I love that. Thoughts. So let's, let's pause on this. Okay. And that's we get all excited. That's one of the things that Louise Hayes Hay talks about, mm -hmm. how our thoughts can affect our bodies. I wish it were that I could remember Oh, she's a healer. Yes. She's a healer. Yes, yes, she did the one, heal, love your life, heal your body. Uh, yes, your body. yes, I remember. Yes, yes. yes. And she talks about the things that are going on mm -hmm. in your life. Like, um, once upon a time, I can tell this little bit of my story, yes. I was going through a very horrific time in my life. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I was going through a divorce. And I was so distracted, going left, right, and otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I was at work one night, getting ready to move from one office to the other. Do you know, y'all, I fell out of my shoes. <laughs> I fell out of my shoes and broke my foot. You fell to the yeah, ground? To the ground. To the ground. I'm sorry for that. No, no. <laughs> no, you aren't. <laughs> but here's the thing. I was. No, I'm serious. It's the truth. I'm serious. <clears throat> the thing of it is, and here's the thing. You see, this is how ironic it was. It was dark. I didn't turn on any lights. Okay? I was going down a, uh, a back stair <clears throat> away from security. Right? Because my car was closest there, but I didn't take precautions. I didn't call anybody. And I was carrying a bouquet of flowers that right. I'd gotten as a gift. Right? I was, I, and, and uh, um, I, I just wasn't focused. I just wasn't focused. I was just trying to do everything by myself. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to tell anybody the, the circumstances that I was going through. And what mm. happened as a result of me um, falling and breaking my foot? is that I had to sit down. Mm. I had to sit down, and I had to listen. I had to be quiet. And that was a part of what, what the, and that's what she talks about. One of the things that she said in her, her book in terms of a broken foot, really, it requires you to get focused and look at your direction. Mm. And I, I, admittedly, I was scattered. I was all over the place, you know, trying to take your kids, this, that, and the third. But it was about pulling it together, wow. getting focused, mm. right? 
and thinking about what I was thinking about. Mm. I share with my clients often when they're saying they're anxious or they're overwhelmed or depressed or whatever. I says, what are you thinking about? Think about what you're thinking about. Mm. What you see will grow. Mm. If we're feeding negativity, that's what we're going to get. If we're feeding positive, positiveness, like mm. positive psychology, think about the words that you're and I'm very serious when we talk about mm-hmm. that too. Because sometimes we say totally. we're going to do the positive psychology thing, but we use violent words. Come on now. Oh, don't give me. You mean something? Yes, yes, yes. So, first of all, you just said so much. Not too much, but so much. You gave me the mic. I did. I know. You just said so much. I've done it. I was going to comment on two or three different things, but you just mentioned, I'll try to stay somewhat linear for those listening. My brain does not always process information in a linear fashion, but I think we're doing pretty good here today. We're taking people on a journey, a little wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> this is a wild ride. It is a wild ride. Okay, so you just mentioned a couple things. So I do have to roll back. I'm not going to comment on the last thing you said. I'm going to roll back a little bit. So you said when you fell and broke your foot, mm-hmm. you had to pause. I did. I really did. And this concept of pausing to realign mm-hmm. on your goal, mm-hmm. your true direction, and what's the priority, I would have to say that's what I've done over the last year. Amen. And it's been like the most glorious experience. You know this. I mean, I've been <laughs> So I worked in corporate America for 25 years. And eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, my last five at Microsoft. My last day at Microsoft was December of last year. And Yes, happiest day of my life. Yes. Because I was then able to do what I knew I was meant to do. Not that I was, you know, I'm not downing Microsoft in any way. I mean, once you're able to step out on faith and be joyful about the next phase of your life, especially when I knew I've been trying to write book number one for two years while at Microsoft. And you really can't have time to do what God put you on this earth to do. Right? You can but I couldn't. That wasn't what, what he wanted for me. It was very clear for me. And I've been struggling with it for like months and months and months. And so at the end of the day, I could tell you that was a pause for me. Mm-hmm. And it was a, I got to tell you, it was the most glorious pause because now I feel like not only am I on purpose, but I've always known since I was a child that I was supposed to be changing the world, mm-hmm. that I was going to help change lives, be a positive influence. I mean, I have a bad memory for negative things. Like, like when I say I've been, my DNA was programmed to do what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. So from a positive, being a positivity coach for someone, being able to transform organizations, help people with their development, bring people together to be able to share, you know, supportive information to help on their journey to, to, to fulfill their dreams. Like, this is what I was meant to do. It's easy, it's fun, and it's exactly what I was meant to do. Now, I still have to stay focused, but sometimes I get deep on helping specific people when I need to roll out these multiple books. And so that's why I set a deadline for myself, which is December, for book number three to come out first, and then invite people to really, I'm working on this website, um, it's all bigger than me, and the very infancy stages of it, we're putting some videos there, we got work that's happening. But when I say it was a pause, it was that break from corporate America that allowed me to be in a place where, again, I didn't know what was going to happen the next day. Yeah. I did not know where my next check was coming from. I still don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And it's almost a year now. It's almost a year now. But I am, like, the happiest. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I had to do this show because it's like I have never been more joyful, at peace, um, than now. It's like you have to be your best, you know, before you can help others. And it wasn't like I could, even though I had written a lot on the book, it was like, you know, pause and, you know, take that break. And grow, and so when I I just kept oh my god, but I just kept bringing in so much information, and lots and lots of stuff was happening. I had horrible things happening around me, you know. I had black toxic mold syndrome. Was living in a house for five years with black toxic mold, crazy. I discovered that as a part of this process as well, and it was even that I didn't let destroy me. It was like joyful, like oh that explains everything. Yeah, that explains so much. But it was also it was a very it could have been a very even more traumatic situation. Um, but I was doing it because I knew that that was too was part of my journey. Like I knew that everything that was happening was also meant to happen. Mm-hmm. I have confidence that everything that happens in my day and my life is meant to, for me, if I'm listening, to put me on purpose. And so I'm asking you to pause, no matter what's happening in your life, okay? No matter what that thing is, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's a, whether you're laid out from your job, whether you you got some divorce papers or any number of things, your kid is incarcerated, you know, any horrible thing that has happened. No one wants to, to, to celebrate those horrible things. But the, the point is, what you can do is to believe. Yes. You can focus on the positive. You can pause and be silent, pray and or meditate, mm-hmm. and let the, the, whether you call it the Holy Spirit or a higher power, you know, in the Bible you would say pray and God will give you a word. Deepak talks about just this, Unif- the, you know, the perfect, infinite possibilities in the, in the universe. So Deepak, one of Deepak's books, it's like this tiny little book, this size, you know, tiny. Um, you can listen to it on Audible for less, in less than two hours, I believe, like an hour and 50 minutes or something like that. Most powerful book I've ever read other than Words from the Bible. And, and he talks about these seven laws of spiritual success. Deepak Chopra, the seven laws of spiritual success. Law number one, was actually the hardest for me. And I, I had to, I read the book like 10 years ago, and I've read it and listened to it over and over and over and over and over. Uh, law number one is about uh, the practice of again, tapping into the infinite possibilities of the universe. But then he tells you how. He says, be silent. Mm. Pause. Mm-hmm. He also recommends you go into nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's in that silence. You can't say that again. Just make it, make it me to lie down in the green pasture. See. See y'all. I'm serious. I don't. I, it, it, Tracy, it's 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 amazing how we can see God in the universe because He created it. But what you're looking for? Yeah, let, let me yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. I love I love the words that you said earlier. <laughs> you talked about choice. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Life and joy and peace and happiness, it really is all. It's a choice. It is. Because we can see so much negativity and destruction and hatred. You can focus on the political situation or not or whatever. I've chosen not to focus on it and to see a force for good. How many of you are tired of this negative energy and negative drama? You don't have to expose yourself to it. Absolutely. You don't. You can choose a different path. We're opening up a whole different path. And you can just, again, sometimes silence, falling out of your shoes. Yes, right? Really? You know, for me, I, I would not exaggerate that. You know, I, I, couldn't make, I couldn't have made that up. I mean, I fell out of my shoes. 
I fell out of my shoes, literally. And, wow. and broke my foot. So that was a lesson learned. You know, don't so, wear high heels. So, so real quick, we have 13 minutes left. And Michael I want to tell you I have said. Right. I'm yes. going to say something because yes. you said something yesterday in terms of a, a discussion that we were having. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God creates within us what happens, or, or, or let me say it like this. It happens, and we look to him. And what it may be for us seemingly is devastating, uh, or it is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. When you said that's the way, but if he chose you to take it and make it a victory for somebody else. You, uh, I did say that. that. That's exactly what I said. And what does that mean? I mean, it, it, it means that rather than to um, ruminate and commiserate on the difficulties of life or the health-related kinds of concerns or whatever, I think about uh, what Job said. God give it and God take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If he's given it to me to proclaim his glory, then I've asked him, give it, tell me what it is that I've got to do. I want to be the best. So I'm going to go and I'm going to share that and I'm going to spread it. I'm going to say, this is what it is. And I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I tell you what I am going to do. I'm going to praise him before I get the victory. You see, that's the lesson for today. We're going to celebrate before the victory. We're going to be huge. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sounds so ridiculous. (laughs) Simple, I know. Huge. You know, he says that sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, because we are human beings, and because we think we are so smart, and we aren't, we think we are so smart. He says we can't get him. We can't grasp what he has. Can't hear him. Right. We can't hear him. Right. He says our intellect sometimes becomes so overwhelming. I mean, we think that it's an interference. Like yeah, yeah, I have to admit, that's probably the biggest thing yeah. for me. I was a bit of a control freak. Anyone who knows me could say, yeah, Tracy, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just a bit of a control freak. And I'd say there's such a deep pocket again. He talks about one of his laws is the law of attachment. Mm-hmm. Listen to the people. The two hardest ones for me was one, I think that's like law number five, I can't remember exactly, but law number one was this law of tapping into the infinite possibility. So it had to do with meditation and being silent and um, the value of just that silence. There's so much happening around us. So choosing silence. And then it was this concept of, um, I think law number five or so, is this law of detachment, which basically says what you just said. We may want a thing to happen, and so we can be intentional about it, we also have to detach from the outcome. If God has another, if something else has to be open to, mm-hmm. right? So if, if does that make sense? Like if you plan to be at a company for 25 years and then 15 years in, they say, oh, by the way, we don't know how long to leave. Your job has been eliminated. Um, God may have a better plan for you. It's yeah. like detach from that outcome and assume there's something better that happens. So that you can marinate on the, oh, my God, and the thing that. Okay. Assume, there's no doubt. That. Absolutely. No yes. doubt. No doubt there's something that is different. I worked for a major aerospace company mm-hmm. in this area for 17 years, and I thought that I'm going to be retiring. But two, three years before then, maybe even five, I had asked God to give me an opportunity to start my business. And do you know what? He did his part. <laughs> he did. I'm serious. He did. I asked him to afford me the opportunity to finish his other degree and get my license, and he did. And then I said, I'll be the rest of the I wasn't ready to leave. Yes. I'm, not, see, I'm, not, I'm serious. I am not ready to leave. And, 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 and then along came the, the lean green cutting machine. <laughs> I know about the machine. Yes. And he just cut 20% of the human resource department. And, and, and Jerry Gary Hart was part of that. 
so, but listen, the good, good, super yeah. awesome part of that is 20 I mean, years later, I can celebrate the fact that I've been in private practice for that long. God does not lie. Because it, 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 it's hard. Yes. Like when I was at Microsoft, on the 15th and the 30th, my check would hit, and I love to see that check hit. Right. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I really did like to see the check hitting. But at some point, it was also a place where I was doing work trying to change the world internally while I was there. He was very clear that what I needed to do, this was the part of the journey that I needed to do, that I needed to embark on. And it was not clear, what, like I said, what the next steps are going to be. Yeah, yeah. And I think and that's, that's, that's the that's fear the, comes in sometimes. If you let it. Yeah. And I think we get to, we get to marinate on some, some negative energy for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We all right, we're human beings. We're human beings. Yeah. Human beings. yeah. But then if you immediately wake up and say, you know what, there's something better for me. And I and I asked, too. Mm-hmm. See? I did. Yeah. You got to be careful. You oh, have no idea. Exactly. I asked, and when that thing happened, I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. You gave me the answer I was looking for because I knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. But when do you actually let go? Yeah. Right? You make when the he time. said, here you go. You yeah. ask him and you, ask you open your eyes yeah. and watch. And it's there. Watch for the for the. For the, for the things that happen, like detach from the outcome, Deepak would say, you know, have a clear purpose. Oh, I love Oprah's new book. We talked mm-hmm. about that on a past show. So Oprah, I know we got eight minutes, six minutes, five minutes, Mike. I'm, I'm watching. So Oprah's new book, the one that talks about the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my goodness, yeah. We yeah. talked about that on a past show. And, and Deepak's seventh law is around the law of Dharma, he calls it, like knowing your purpose in life. So that's another thing I would say is that kind of comes with law number one is with silence. If you don't know what your purpose is, most of us know and just kind of put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen later. Or I can't do it now because I got kids and I got this and I got that, whatever the case may be. So this law of Oprah talks about in her book, and, I, and she's talked about this for years even on the show, but when you know your purpose, being silent, he tells us yeah, he in a thousand different ways. He tells us what he would have us to do, what that next step is. And, and then, I'll, I'll pause, I know you like to interject yeah. on this concept of yeah. the, the knowing, the feeling. Like, we get these feelings. Yeah. He speaks to us in different ways. And we won't. Sometimes we won't pay attention to it. We'll run away from it. I've got a story about that, but we don't have time. <laughs> but we'll run away from it. We'll pretend as if it's somebody else's and we want to advocate to somebody else or whatever. But then it burns. You know, mm-hmm. it just keeps bothering us and mm-hmm. bothering us and, and circumstances keep happening, and we see, and even like in corporate yes. America, both mm-hmm. of us can talk about that. Mm-hmm. We see other things happening to others and going like, what's the matter? You know, why? Why, why is not happening? And that's because the answer is already there. He's giving you the answer, and you aren't listening. But then it's almost as if you take the yep. and he says, it's time. Mm. So listen, listen. Listen. Not, it, 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 if that's your desire, and I'm going to go there. The scripture says we can do the planning. God has given us free will. We can do the planning, but he's the one who does the executing. Mm. Yes. Like I said, we got five minutes left, four minutes left now. So we're going to end with something I like to call surrender and source. Okay. It's kind of like that moment where we just had a lot of interesting, mm-hmm. active right. conversation. Let's surrender. My, my piece about that mm-hmm. is to take a moment and breathe. And see God everywhere you look. Seriously, even oh. in the storm of our lives, He's not. He hasn't left us. Oh. He says, if, if we if we really seek Him, He will bless us. 
above above our ability to comprehend. Moreover, for eternal, eternally, if we're willing to follow. And guys, I have to be perfectly honest. I am living out the miracles that people talk about, like almost every day. There is some miracle that has happened because I am literally stepping out on faith. I have no idea where I have no worldly confidence, I guess, in um, whatever that next step might be. I know exactly what my plan is and what God's plan is for me, and there's such peace in that, if that makes sense. And so, you know, no matter what the diagnosis is, no matter what, like you said, no matter what you see before you, this concept of having an attitude of gratitude, this concept of really focusing on the positive and choosing to focus on whatever your goals are, being intentional, making sure that your actions are aligned with your, your, your purpose in life, right? We can decide. We make the choice. So when we have to pause and surrender, again, for me, it's about, I'm, you know, I did the show on top of just the radio show, this kind of this visual aspect, simply because I wanted to allow people to be able to tell their story. But I got to tell mine a little bit, too. Again, it works. Faith is real. Yes. You know, there, there, there is power in this um, positive psychology. Believe, and you can achieve. October being uh, Breast Cancer Month. Breast, Breast Cancer, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We talked a little bit about Get Checked Out. I yeah. love one of the things that your, your, your team talked about was, you know, breast self-examiner are great. Yes. But mammograms are better. Yes. Yes. And we have to recognize we have a voice and we have to take action. Okay. Faith without work is dead. Mm. Come on, y'all. We can do this. And the other thing I loved about this was the whole concept of the male. Yes. Breast Cancer. Like men. Raise the level of awareness. For system. all help. Raise the level of For all help. Men get breast cancer, too. We okay. know that to be true. Yes. But also anything in their life. What did we say earlier just as we recap? Any changes. Two minutes, Mike? Mm-hmm. Anything that changes in your body, get checked out. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Pay attention. See something. Say something. Go do, do something. something. Go do something. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dr. Sark. Don't forget. And I... I Trace, I know yes. this isn't a, a gospel show, but you guys, I'm very serious. Don't forget to pray. God mm. is real. We're going to pray right now, Lord. I ask that anyone who's watching us today, if there's anything on their heart, any burning desire on their heart, Lord, we ask that you give them the courage and the direction to move, to take action on that each and every day, Lord. Mm-hmm. Make it clear. Make it plain. And we ask that you allow people to move, move, Lord, to take action, to achieve your purpose in life. In Jesus' go. name we pray. Amen. 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 Mike, it's bigger than me, baby. <laughs> All right. I love it. I am so grateful that you were here today in person. So we're going to do a lot more videos with this woman. Mike, let me know when you're ready to play the, the close out music, but we're going to we're gonna do more videos with Dr. Tart while she's here. Not today, though. No, no, no. <laughs> We we not doing this part, Mike. We are grateful, and again, it's bigger than me. Yes, indeed. This is Tracy Harrell. It's bigger than me.